Hey all, it is Gab and Shan back at you again with another episode. Why are you talking on like you're on the intercom like, hello, please? Hey y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do an actual intro for once in my oh, okay. life. Okay, I'm sorry. But I did say I was Gab, but this is Shan and... Oh, this is Gabrielle. Yes, See? hello. Oh, we got to work on that. But if we get the, the thing together, it'll work right. Sure. Yes. We're back. Again. And... On time this time. Yes, this absolutely. Yes. So we, I think it was just, you know, a thing of the moment. We, we had a little break for a few months, but of course. Um, we're going to be consistent as consistent. much as possible. Um, and we're going to get into it. Let's, I mean, we can get into it. Get I, into I was it. trying to think like, is there anything that happened d- during the week that is worth mentioning? I mean, the fucking teaser came out. Okay. Oh, the trailer. Right. Let's talk oh, about this for shit. a moment. I forgot about that. Oh, my yes. Yeah. So we do have an official date. Um, it's August 6th, mm-hmm. 2021. Yes. Um, so that's a Friday, I believe. And it's streaming August 6th. But if you don't have any other streaming apps or anything, it'll actually be on Showtime on August 8th. And that's a Sunday. All right. So we'd like to have some official dates for Gen Q season two. Um, All the pictures, everything looks great. Everybody looks good. Mm -hmm. My God, I'm ready. What did you think of the trailer? Um, Well, the the teaser, quote unquote. Well, Um, was it a teaser? Yeah, because I don't think they had it actually listed as an official trailer yet. All right. But... It, it left much to be desired, but <gasps> it gave me, it got me excited. That's what we want. We want to be excited. What because, did you expect for the teaser that you didn't get? Um, nothing, nothing in particular. I just, I, I needed that situation again. I needed to be reminded of certain things that happened in the last one, you know, like with uh, Danny and um, Sophie mm-hmm. and, you know, the whole Finley situation. Like, give me a little bit more of that. I feel like we just saw a face. But it's a teaser. It's supposed exactly. to get the blood pumping and get you a date that you can be excited about. Mm-hmm. So that's Absolutely. what we got. I am just, I'm just, I'm just surprised and, and shocked of what I saw Bet doing. Ooh, but that's the thing. I, I'm not going to get too invested in the Bet and Gigi pop in that teaser. So do you think that it's 100% her? Because some people have been saying that it it's might not her. be. Someone said Helena. I heard she might come back for this season, though. Oh, Rachel, I did hear let some, us some know. people were saying that at the end of the last season, because she was like, "Yeah, I'll be down to come." Like, Ooh. but I think there was like uh, scheduling conflicts and stuff. Okay, but yeah, if she pops up in this season, that would be interesting. I'd be down. But the way they edited it was perfect because we were like, "Oh shit, it's it's Bet and Gigi." But if it's if it's just like a a dream or you know whatever a little whatever scenario, mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm not. I feel like I've told you this, but. Bet and Gigi in my head is like tough fight. Yeah. You know, I don't know how that dynamic is going to go. But I mean, they're both cool characters that I like. So I'm not mad. Mm -hmm. If it's, I I hope that it's like a one-time thing. Of course. But I'll I'll be okay with the one-time thing. Yes. But, you know, Tina is in game. But, you know, we can have a little fun in between. Sure. You know, know, like Bet and Tina's journey will be forever in the works. Yeah. You know, forever in game. And I just want to say that when you sent me the teaser trailer thing, I made it like two seconds and I already had paused and like went back and oh was my God. like pausing playing like 20 times a second just to go like frame by frame. You're just extra to check, invested. Just to see what it was about because <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, I was so many things going on. Yeah. But I'm excited. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready to see it. Me too. So for sure, that weekend, we aren't planning shit. We're having a nice little Elward night. Okay. Oh, absolutely. And it's going to be fire. I'm excited. Ooh. I'm so excited. yes, official date means everything. Let's get it done. Yes. But in the meantime, we are keeping, uh, you know, we keep watching the original series and recapping all the episodes for you guys. And today... We're recapping the 10th episode of the first season called Luck Next Time. Mm. And it's always interesting for me to go into the name, you know, the signification of the name of the episode. Yeah, they chose that for a reason. Yeah. Not just because it starts with an L. Right, right, right. So we'll see at the end of the podcast what we thought about the title and if, you know, it brings up anything that we have probably missed or anything like that. Of course. So why don't you... uh, Okay, Start. I'm going to set the opening. I'm going to set the opening. So right away, we open in Lisbon, Portugal. Oh. And I don't... Oh, God. We're watching um, Money, Money Heist. Heist and yeah. that I didn't even... Yeah, okay. So I didn't even put two and two together until I read it back just now. Like, oh, it's Lisbon. You know, she came out like she was... <laughs> Anyways, Money Heist aside, L word. We're in Lisbon, Portugal. And we see uh, three men there with one guy in the center. Very Jesus-esque figure. Mm-hmm. Um... And the camera kind of starts to pan down. Like, they just look very statuesque. They're just kind of standing there. Yeah, posing. There's nothing really going on. But the camera kind of pans down to a camera that's filming the men. And the guy in the middle is actually penetrating a woman who her face is just frightened as fuck. Yeah. So... What is going on? What? What? What, Why? How did we get here? Okay. Is the question. Because she doesn't look like Mary. Okay. Okay. She's just butterball naked, as butterball you would say. Butterball naked. And getting effed mm. doggy style. Yes. Okay. And might I add that the man is just standing there with his hands open, staring at Very the, holy. Very. Yes. But there was no... No expression no. there, just blank. No words, no, just, just, he was not even moving. Mm. She was going back and forth. Yes, and exactly. Until so he finished. The camera leaves a lot. The picture leaves a lot. The vignette leaves a lot to yeah. the imagination. We're like, you know, usually we get something that's like a little flashback that comes back up later. We want to know where this fits. Uh-huh. Right away, we want to know where this fits. Uh, okay. We'll find out. We will. But we want to know. Next thing, you always have to do the remix version. Remix to the theme song. Where are we heading next, Gat? We're in Alice's apartment. Well, at first we don't really see. It's just a bed and there's two people laying. The camera pans up their bodies. It's early morning and Alice is laying in bed with Lisa, Mm. who's literally all over her, like just legs and arms. You know, when, you know, cuddling in bed is cute, but when you become that extra dead weight, move. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to roll. Thank you. Just trying to slide to the left, slide to the right. Uh, (laughs) I'm just trying to get my back straightened, you know, cause I'm old, <laughs> you know, we have uh back problems <laughs> and I'm just trying to flip, you know, and Alice is just trying to get Lisa's big arm off of her. <laughs> and he's like, where are you going? I'm trying to go take a piss. Can, can I, can I please two seconds. So like she finally gets up out of his clutches. And as she's walking away, she goes, what a les. Like, come Honestly, on. like, he was like, oh, hurry back, lover. Yeah. Like, bro, I'll be right back. Do you need some water? Like, what? Are you okay? Jesus. Damn. Just extra. And then we go to Bet and Tina's house. Um, Bet is in the kitchen. We see her from the outside. She's getting ready 
for work when Tina shows up. She's like, you're still here. I thought that you were supposed to be at work, blah, blah. So Ben's like, oh, my meeting was pushed or whatever the fuck. And she goes, okay, well, can you move your car? Because it's in the way. And she leaves. And Ben's like, what the hell is she talking about? So she looks out the window, right, to the driveway. And she's obviously confused because, like, there's devilry people. Like, well, first of all, she looks out the window and she sees that Tina's outside. Mm. She's like, ah, she's going to move her car. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah. Like, so fucking annoyed. And Bet looks and she sees that there's, like, a huge, what is that, a bathing... Uh, birthing, birthing tank, they tank. call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah birthing yeah. tank. And... It's just like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's just really confusing because, like, right away she's like, "Since when did we agree to have the baby in water?" Well, first, like, of all, did, was this a conversation that we that I missed? Like, well, ben the is level like, is this a, a birthing tank? Is yeah, she, yeah. You're gonna move your car or what? I'm like, um, excuse me. Since, like you said, since when? Uh, well, since I decided to give birth that way, which that entire statement in itself is a 180 from the Tina we saw in the last episode. Okay. You know, the last episode we were talking about how she was consistently saying we and we think and you know this and that guy Hector was like hey like you know you can say I sometimes you're just talking about yourself. Exactly. Which was you know nice. It's yes she needs to be a little bit more independent in herself and confident in herself but this is not an instance of that. No. Like we're having a baby. We are together. having a baby together. Not just you. It's not just the you moment. Mm-hmm. So to be like oh since I decided I'm having the baby that way. Yeah. Well I'm not saying you can't do what you want with your body but I'm saying can we like have a conversation? Right. Like is my all- baby as well? We If it's my house as well we want to talk about it. Then she even mentions the baby it's six months away. Yeah. The entire birth is six months away. We're going to store this big ass bathtub in the living room for six months. And may I add <laughs> that, you know, it's Beth's baby as well. She has concerns oh, about the, the birthing process and yeah. the delivery. So she, you know, wants to be aware of what's going to go down. Mm-hmm. And that's what she said. She said, like, it's six months away. And Tina's like, yeah, I got a good sell on it. And it was cheaper to uh, buy than rent it. So I'm like, hold up. Hold the fuck up. Mm. The birth is in six months. Six months. And literally Tina's like, I didn't tell you because I didn't want to bother you with it. But hold on. Let's back up for a moment. Okay. Because the birth is six months away. She already talked to the doctor and got her approval. Confirmation. Okay. She made research on the best birthing tank there is in town. She Googled it. Okay. She shopped for, um, what's it called? Uh, discounts. Sure did. Coupons. And, okay. <laughs> she scheduled the fucking delivery Hello. time and date, but couldn't bother to let her wife know. Oh, preach. You did all of that. All of that. I didn't want to bother you. <sighs> oh, Gab. I could never. Girl. That, it's, it's disrespectful and it's like, yeah, okay, y'all have a few issues right now, but you live together. You're, you eat dinner together. You get up in the morning together and you can't say two words. About a whole tank being delivered today. <laughs> Granted, you know, Ben has been acting like she's been going through a lot. We've seen in the last episode with the group therapy at work. Like, she, there's a lot going on. Yeah. And Beth can feel a little cold when she's going through some things. Mm-hmm. So maybe Tina didn't want to, in fact, like, quote, unquote, bother her. But it's not there's something a line. to bother. Like, yeah, there's a line. It's literally about the birth of our child yeah. here. Like, it's not just, what do you want for dinner? You of know, course. just fucking choose. You yeah. know, yeah, <laughs> I have yeah, other yeah. shit to deal with. But this is a whole different story. Oh, big over it. Big over it. But we kind of leave that scene. And the next thing that we see, we just hear is like some music. And the camera is kind of panning up to a limo that just pulled up. And 
right away we see Kit as she's getting in the backseat of this limo. So the next thing, who do we see but old skinny old Uncle Snoop Dogg in the back of this limo playing who was mentioned in a couple, I think it was last episode too, Slim Daddy, who has sampled Kit's song and is using it in his next big hit. So she gets in the the limo with him and it was super dope to kind of see Snoop in this role because it's so random. Like he's done like random acting gigs here or there, but in a random Showtime lesbian show. Okay. I'm down for it. I love it. Let's go. Come on, Uncle Snoop. Okay. But what I thought was super cute in this scene, his little like assistant is just like, hey, kid, you know, we got these smoothies, right? You want a smoothie? Which, whatever. But he offered her the most watered down, runny ass smoothie I have ever seen. Like when he handed it to her, it was like just water. It was just water. I literally wrote down, may I say, (laughs) this smoothie looks real liquidy. (laughs) This smoothie is liquidy. (laughs) Okay. It was water in a cup. Okay. And like he talked about the flavors, whatever. But freaking Slim Daddy takes the smoothie and he proceeds. <laughs> to feed it to Kit. And he go, ooh, how how that taste? But wait, first he like kind of hands her yeah, the like, smoothie, like take a sip. And then he's like, nope, takes it back. Come on now. Grabs the straw. The straw. Reposition it, girl. And then gives it back to her so she can sip out of the straw. I'm like, uh, are you serious? The level of unnecessary. First of all, don't Very touch high. my straw. <laughs> Hello? With your dirty hands. <laughs> did, you, did you see his nails? I can't. Okay. Mm-mm. Not, not in even. COVID time. Not even. Not ever anymore. Do ever. not touch. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. But she goes, I, did you like your smoothie? How did it taste? <laughs> and she goes, it's good, but I think I'd like it a bit better if I could drink it myself. Thank you. Like, <laughs> it is a grown ass independent Come woman. On, man. She doesn't need a man to hold her drink. I don't need you to hold my water. The what? <laughs> Too cute. But then we leave that scene and we go to Dana's place. And Dana is just over here petting Mr. Piddles. He's so cute. Oh, he's He's, so fluffy. He's just purring (laughs) away, you know, living his cute little kitty life. And Dana's just talking to the cat. All right. She's like, oh, Mr. Piddles. (laughs) Do you remember Lara? (laughs) She would come here sometimes and... We would sleep in the same You better room, act, Gab, okay? Move around together a lot. Okay, get to the point. Right, like, the cat's like, mm, your point? Sure, like, just like eyes closed, purring, yep. like, okay. Enjoying life. What? She goes, well, she's gay, and so am I. And then the freaking cat, I swear, stops purring. Stops purring. Opens his eyes, and he's like, what? Mm. <laughs> what is this you talking that about? That was so fucking funny. And, and then, they couldn't have planned that any better. Nope. I don't know how the cat, you know, he's like, Wait, what? <laughs> Run that bag. Run that bag. So we kind of hear someone breaking in at the same time. And she's like, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? So she gets back into the bed and then it's just Alice. Just Alice breaking in people's houses. Right. And she forces Dana out of bed and she's like, come on, bro. Like, I'm tired of seeing you in here. Like, some of us has uh, has it worse than others. Okay. Some of us are dating lesbian men. Yo, I hollered. Okay. Like, <laughs> some of us are dating lesbian men. She's like, come on, bitch. You you good. Okay. If I get out of out, bed, you can. Exactly. Thank you. My gosh. Okay. So super cute scene. From there, we go to Bet, who is at work. And we open it. She's kind of watching the video from the vignette that we yes. saw. So right away, we're like, okay, now it's making sense. It's part of the CACs, whatever the, uh, the new um, exhibit they have going on. Mm-hmm. So there, in comes this flower delivery guy. But I'm going to dig in a little bit Oh, okay. Give me something. Give me something in. We're going to pause. Give yes. it to me. 
I wrote down what Beth said about the, the video that she okay. was uh, watching. And she said, and I quote, well, I, I'm, I'm, that's not the beginning of the phrase, but she says that this girl in the video is searching for a feeling, mm -hmm. longing for faith. And she would do anything to get it, to feel it. And she goes, I love this work. Mm. And then I thought, how interesting. Because mm. as we've mentioned, and as we can see, Bet is going through a lot. Yes. She's been to, you know, last episode to the group therapy. And she was kind of in her thoughts saying like, what is this? What, what is going on? I'm feeling out of it. Like, is it the baby? Am I falling out of love? And she's going through so much mentally. And I thought... Wow, she also is just looking for a sign of faith to have into this baby situation with Tina or with her relationship with Tina. Mm -hmm. And she's searching for a feeling. She's trying to understand what she's going through. And I thought, of course, it's not the same right. as the video, but it's the same kind of search for a feeling yeah basically that was that was her way of finding the art in the piece that exactly. other people are failing to understand mm -hmm. so that's why she is so adamant and mm -hmm. you know uh invested in this work of art is because she can relate and that's yeah. what art is about 100 it's not the first degree of what you're looking at of it's course not like oh jesus it's gonna fucking be someone factor. Yeah, yeah of course it's here to push the envelope to provoke thought yeah and that's why bed is the great art caterer that she is is because she is able to understand art, but mm. not only that, but she can, you know, enjoy and understand the creator's intent because it is also relatable for mm -hmm. her. So mm -hmm. just a little reminder to people out there, you don't have to like and appreciate all the art out there, but just... You know, don't be so fucking critical, critical. If yeah. you don't understand it, hundred percent. it's probably because you do not understand it. Yeah. Oh, Gab, you better, you better break that down. Okay. Cause here's the deal. My little fingers can only type so fast. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to shorten this shit. Boop, bop, boop. And you was like, hold up, let's get into it. And mm. I'm like, yes, this is why we bounce off each other. You got to give go. it to me. You got to give it to me. So as I said, she gave me, she gave me all of the business, all of the details, and as she's just talking to James and whatever, you know, trying to explain the piece, this flower delivery guy comes in and he kind of walks in these flowers. We don't have a note. Don't know who they're from. But doesn't That's he say so... something about the piece as well? That was kind of. Yeah. He goes, is this supposed to be art? Yeah. Is this supposed to be art? And uh, bed. Super nice. Come on. Understandable. All smiling. Mm. It's not supposed to be. It is. It is. And she's so proud and happy about this yeah. piece. Yeah. <laughs> but in I the like same breath, her. she's like, make sure he gets off the property. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> because he said something. I didn't Yeah, catch I didn't it. catch that either, but it was something else super derogatory. And she was like, yeah. er, like hold on. Like, You're what? just here to deliver me fucking flowers. Drop okay? them off, signature, go about your business. Thank you. Simple. Don't you have other deliveries to carry I'm on? I'm sure there's more. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. It was stupid. But yeah, so all of that, that whole scene came full circle with her explanation as well as his ignorance towards the piece. Mm-hmm. And, you know, reflects on many people out there judging people's work just because they stupid. Yeah, failure to understand. And then we leave that uh, scene to go to the planet. And Alice is trying at least to cheer Dana up with, what is that, like a, a chocolate Yeah, it was mocha. like a chocolate little something. Had a little Oreo on the top. Yes. Know? And Dana's Cute. like, ugh. 
I don't know who Dana is, but I would have jumped on Hello, that. Hello, okay? slurp, slurp. I don't care how mad you are. Thank you. Best of luck. But it's not working, and Dana's super depressed. So Alex is like, okay. She grabs her phone, calls a number. We don't know who it is. And she goes, hey, uh, <laughs> is your refrigerator running? And she goes, oh, yeah. Okay, great. Looks at Dana like, take the phone. You're to her. You're to her. Finish the joke. And she's like, Ugh, okay. <laughs> well, you better catch it. <laughs> Mom? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's, Alice called Sharon. Oh, my God. Ugh. Just to get them two to talk to one another because yeah. apparently they're both avoiding each other because of the whole coming out scene from yeah. last episode. But, like, Alice is a great friend. Let's start Absolutely. there. She, she's doing her complete best. She got her out of bed. She got her dressed, got her to the planet, and it's like, okay, you're talking to your mother. Yes. So her attempt was great. It's just after, I guess, she hangs up on her and her mom calls back. Mm-hmm. And they're talking for a couple of seconds and she hangs up and Dana kind of just describes her mom as like, it's like I came out to a piece of wood. Mm. Like she's just completely not acknowledging that anything happened. And to end that, she set her up on a blind date with her friend's son. Lord. Cute. Like, great. That just disregards everything that I told you before about who I am and, you know, what my preference is and who I am as a person. And she's just like, no. Okay, so here's a date that I got you on. Be there. <laughs> but at the same, I heard like Dana raising her voice a little mm-hmm. bit, being like, no, and then being like, okay, whatever, fine. Yeah. You know, just trying to get off the phone. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the same time, Dana wants to, you know, make her par- parents proud and make her like her again. And mm-hmm. that's why she's so depressed because she just wants to do what her parents are asking her to do. Mm-hmm. But I would have been like, you know what, mom? I'm over this. Yeah. Like, I will, I, you know, whatever. I'm not going to go on that fucking blind Mm -hmm. date. Like you can stay mad if you want, like if that's what's going to take you. But because what, like I'm going to go on this blind date and now you're going to talk to me again. Yeah. (laughs) What does that add or subtract? What? Because I went on one date with one guy. That's really going to make or break our whole relationship. You are my mother. Because I'm sure in her mom's mind, it's just, oh, you haven't met the right guy. So my friend has the perfect son that's going to work out for you. How do you have the perfect person Across the street because it's your friend. Yeah. Like, okay. There, there's, it's rare situations when things like that happen, but you know, parents always think that that's gold. <laughs> so that was that situation in a nutshell. And then we go to Shane. Oh, Shane. Um, She's at the salon where she works and she's about to go out and get coffee and her boss is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, Because Sherry Jaffe is your next appointment and she's not going to wait for you. And she's literally in the car. Like, yeah. She was... But may I say, I don't want to be like judgmental, but I feel like uh, hairdressers are always late. I think you're right. Like I, whatever, like I've had so many times where I come for my appointment and the (laughs) hairdresser is not even in the salon. She's not even in the building. No. (laughs) Like, and they come like 20 minutes later. So I'm like, oh God, like this is such a thing. Oh, yikes. Um, so <laughs> Shane's boss is like, no, 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 no. Get back in there. Like, I don't want this customer to be pissed because it's fucking Sherry motherfucking Jaffe. Okay. <laughs> and her, well, first of all, Sherry's assistant. Yeah. Comes she, came, in, she comes in. Is makes a little, sense. It does. But she was a little like upfront. She yes. was like, okay, so here are the things that she's used before. Her Death beauty contract. products. Yeah. All these different contracts. Okay. If you understand, sign here. Okay. Um, uh, we won't be responsible for your injuries if you, you know, like. Weren't, are we just doing like a little wash, cut and curl? I mean, like, <laughs> I'm sure that like any celebrities out there. I'm sure. You're right. If they get reference to a new hairdresser. Mm-hmm. 
you know, they're very particular about the hair. Who isn't? But yeah, they, she was like, here's all the products that you are not allowed under yeah. any circumstances yeah. use. And this is her hair uh, routine from the last five years. Who the fuck write that down? But if that's the case, why isn't she with the same fucking stylist? Yeah, wh- where's her Where'd that hairdresser? <laughs> Why out of a sudden Harry <laughs> is going to refer somebody that nobody knows about? Hello. And Chair Jaffe, who's supposedly a big fucking deal, is going to be like, sure. If she's so bougie with her crown, there's no reason why she would be oh, let um, Shane touch yeah, her. Yeah, that Shane person who doesn't have any customers, <laughs> who just started yesterday yeah. from being shampoo girl, going to touch my scalp? Yeah. I do not think so. It's a but hard no for me. It's a show, so we got to make it believable. We do. And also, since Shane hasn't done much else in the first season, we have to make her relevant. So give her Sherry Jab. But I was just going to say that exactly. We're episode 10, mm. and she Shane has a scene of her own. Shane is the Micah of the original season. Oh, Yes, I said it. Because in Gen Q, Micah, same way. We have nothing going on. So in this first season, that's that's Shane, 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's there's no story there. We're trying to find pieces of the puzzle. But it's like when the piece is like hid up under the couch somewhere, (laughs) you got to really weed through the jungle to find it. That's what we're doing. But, you know, I'm... I'm not going to be too bitchy about it. I am happy that we finally get a little storyline. Yeah. But it's a little late. It's a little late. Yeah. What? Like halfway through the first season? Tis a little late. Tis a little late. Yep. But do you? (laughs) So next we slide on over to Kit, who is now on set of the Slim Daddy music video. And it's super cute because like Bet's there and she's watching her uh, Kit rehearse. But, like, it's kind of intricate. There's full-on choreo. Oh, yes. And Kit is out here trying to really make it work, but there's dancers everywhere, and she's trying to pick up on it. It's a whole lot, a whole lot. Of. Yeah. But on the on the side, we see Slim Daddy kind of roll up on Bet, trying to put the moves in. You know, he's a big flirt. Lord. He introduces himself, and she kind of lets him know, hey, you know, I'm Kit's half-sister. And she's like, oh, no, uh, the gay half. He's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. But he goes, ooh, half-sister, the beautiful half. Yeah. What? So what are you trying to say? The what? kid's not beautiful? I have no idea what the intention was behind That's that. Weird. But, sir, take that on because it's not working. Mm-hmm. That was not mm-hmm. it. He's creepy. So then he kind of, like, uh, comes back over to her and just trying to put the moves on. But he tells her that she can invite all her little girls. You know, oh, you, you're gay? Okay, great. Invite your, your group, your girls, whatever. Since when... Like, you don't know that this person has a, a gr- But that's group. the thing. It's like, she says what? Like, uh, we don't like traveling packs or right. something like, like that. we're like, not a fucking pack it's, wolf. Exactly. Like, it's not a thing. Just because you see one lesbian, it shouldn't be 10 more behind her. Okay. <laughs> but that's what he thought. So yeah. he just was like, let's extend the invitation. All right. Then I'm not mad about that. <laughs> and then we're back at the salon, right? Yes. Sherry is giving her assistant shit. Okay. She's sitting on that. Oh, well. We forgot that whole uh, little snippet, but mm. when um, Sherry Jaffe finally entered the salon after uh, Shane signed the contract, Sherry Jaffe was looking very bothered oh, and yeah, annoyed. Right. She was like, mm, hi, like yeah. looking around, like being uncomfortable. And I'm like, like well, why are you there? here? Like, yeah. why the fuck? Uh, okay, so all that skip, we're back at the salon, and Sherry Jaffe's finally sitting on the chair, and Shane is kind of fleeing in her hair, trying to figure out what she can do. While Shira Jaffe is talking to her assistant and telling her, oh, you should go do and do this. I need three tickets to Coldplay, but don't tell so-and-so because <laughs> just telling her a bunch of shit to do. And she goes, why don't you go and uh, go get me whatever the fuck and uh, leave me alone? Just, uh, okay. very, very rude. Great person. 
And may I say her hair looks fucking horrible. Okay, those extensions. Let's just say maybe that was the point. Maybe the point was to come there looking a hot ass mess. Granted, she did have that whole waiver of things that she supposedly done to her scalp. Here's my question. Mm. If you are an important person, Mm -hmm. somewhat a public figure, Mm -hmm. and have a contract that you have to make people sign. I hear you. That means that you take well care of your hair. You would think. And not everybody is allowed to do anything to your hair. You would assume. And then you show up with extent. I mean, granted, that's like hair and makeup department. But uh, your hair looking horribly. Rust. Tea. Okay. Mm-mm. But my favorite part was like, you know how Shane's like kind of playing in her hair or whatever. She, yeah. she literally rubbing on like two little pieces <laughs> like, ooh, show me what you want. Like, right. what? Like, girl, what? And what's this? So, yeah, she gets all down like on her knees. Yeah. Like, what do you want? Her little glasses on and like, shit. I'm just at the hairdresser, girl. Cut my fucking hair. Yeah, Move on. Yeah, get it done. Let's, so let's do. So Sherry Jeff is like, oh my God, like I need so many fucking things right now. Like I... I'm so busy. Ooh, I want to change something new. Oh my girl. You'll get something new. All okay, right. Okay, well, mm, that's what I said. Foreshadowing? Right. Are we trying to really press the issue? Are we trying to create a shame story? I think we are. We're grabbing our straws right now. Oh, girl. We trying to find the longest one, okay? Because <laughs> the what was her friend that was <laughs> stealing from her? That oh, wasn't it. No. Harry and whatever twinks they had with him, that wasn't Why it. Why do we have to give Shane the most crusty storyline? Didn't like, she have roommates? What happened to them? Well, I, I mean, that dude that we've seen in the uh, last episode, they know each other from when Shane used You're to right. train tricks and, right. be, you know, but out did and about. that add or subtract to her storyline? I mean, I guess we learned a little bit more about her background and how... Here's the question. Did we care? Oh, <laughs> I, you know what? Uh, we'll move on from here. Oh, my God. That's literally how I feel about Shane. But like, you, really you guys is. know. You're here because you know that we are not going to co- uh, yeah, sugarcoat it. Yeah, not sugarcoat it. We're... Giving it to you straight from the shoulder, as straight you say. Straight from the shoulder. And we're not here to play uh, favorites, okay? Yeah. We're going to call shit out if we have to. And that's one of them. But the L Word is our favorite show. I know. So we are weird. allowed to do that. <laughs> we're okay? critical because it's our favorite show. Exactly. And now we're at Marina's place. Mm. Jenny is coming in because if we remember last episode, Francesca had invited Jenny over for dinner. It's weird. And yes, very, because she knew exactly who Jenny was. Um, would you invite your girlfriend's, a.k.a., uh, well, your girlfriend's mistress to dinner? Here's the scoop. Like, let's say we had, like, some sort of arrangement like they do. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, if I'm out of town, I do whatever I want. You do whatever you want. But when I come to town and old girl is kind of still hanging out, I'm not going to be like, yeah, let's invite her to dinner. I don't, I'm, I'm wondering what was the intent behind that. That's the question. I think it is like we're finding out at the end of the scene. Yeah. But is, is it just that? Like it's so toxic. If that's the case, y'all literally could have just sent her like a Subway gift card or something <laughs> and it would have did the exact same thing. It would have. Bye. <laughs> but, you know, Francesca is serving Jenny Prosecco and she's like, do you know mm. what that is? It's called Prosecco. Okay, oh bitch. Oh my God. Shut the fuck up. Just, they're treating her like a child. Okay. And that's not fair. And she goes like, oh, I don't like champagne because it uh, puts expectations higher than they should be or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck and I want to keep things simple. Well, your fucking story in life seem very simple. Thank you. <laughs> but Marina and Francesca are looking very sophisticated, mm-hmm. very adult, very grown up in their house. They look amazing. And here's Jenny wearing a fucking pink sweatshirt, Aww. looking like she's 12 years old. She did with the hair pulled back. Okay. Yeah. 
And I believe that her small hair tie was pink as well. No. Oh, she co- she color coordinated. Okay. Oh, baby. And we'll go back to that because when she leaves, there's more coordination happening. Ooh. And I cannot believe this Come is on, what it wardrobe. is. Yes. They really try to make her look like she was. They did. Younger, yep. naive, innocent, like out of out of it but it, it was achieved in in the the scenes and this scene and the scenes to come it 100 yes. was achieved to give us that naivety with her Say the word sounds good with her we see it mm-hmm. but from there we go back to shane we're doing we the, do. the bounce again again we're doing the bounce and sherry is just complimenting the shit out of shane and her abilities and literally all she got is what is it like a cut in in color like some bangs some bullshit uh, okay like Whatever. And, but she's talking about some girl on there too that was looking horrible that mm. Shane supposedly made look like uh, God's green earth like I really don't know <laughs> what she did to her aside yeah. from a cut in color yeah a cut wash in color but apparently she was looking like Raggedy Ann before and now she's looking like Beyonce so she's like <laughs> I came to the right one I mean I guess so well then if that's what you were expecting from her because you saw whoever the fuck like, looking I great guess. again why did you come in like this was the worst day of your life like you like mm, this the place <laughs> like well then the fuck oh my gosh so that was a very quick scene. We go back to Marina's house and they talking about how Francesca fucked the prima ballerina in the last production and how she's very hot. And uh, Marina's kind of laughing it off and yeah. saying with a smile, you know, I thought it was a little bit unethical. And Jenny's like, okay, the fuck? And mm. Francesca's like, you have a problem, bitch? What's up? <laughs> and Jenny turns real quick. She did. She's She says... Uh, ethical is not the first word that comes to mind when I think of Marina. Damn. Cold. Jenny, where are you coming from? Oh my gosh. And it, here's Francesca. You sound angry. <laughs> she, poke the bear. She is trying to poke the bear. She wants to get every little bit out of this conversation as possible. But, you know, interesting, but is this like proper dinner conversation? No. Have? Like it's it's really weird. I, very. And but you could feel the awkward tension in the entire room from beginning to yes. end of it. And fucking Francesca says, you know, uh, she's talking about Marina and mm-hmm. says, well, she's beautiful, which compensates for all the sins. Damn. That's shitty. You're telling this about your girlfriend sitting right sitting next right to next you. Sitting right next to you. To her girlfriend? Uh, it's a um, testament to the kind of person that Francesca is. But it's so weird. And we never really know exactly why they're together. Yeah. But it's very suspicious. It's suspicious. It looks super toxic. Mm -hmm. We don't know where it came from. There's no real history. I don't think we ever get closure with their situation. Well, it's kind of like later on in the season, in the series, like we have a little bit more information. Mm. But But it's kind of like thrown out there. Yeah. And it's weird. It sounds like Francesca is buying Marina for something she did. We'll get to it. Because the Marina story gets complicated. A very, very complicated. Very complicated. Oh my gosh. But we're back at the fucking salon. Oh God. And yeah, it's, wait, is that it? This is the cut and color. This is where we actually see what she's done to her hair. Okay. Okay. Yes. That's what I had. Yeah. And she's fucking ecstatic. It looks like shit. Uh, <laughs> it looks like shit. She gives Shane a two hundred dollar tip. Two hundred dollar tip. That. It must have been good. All but right. here's the scoop. 
Why did it take her so long to do that? There's no longer anyone else in the salon. That's what it's I'm like saying. Nine o'clock at okay. night. Ten Listen o'clock at night. What's the problem? I am sorry if you're listening to your hairdresser. You know hairdressers, whatever the fuck. Please hairdressers are late and they take <laughs> five hours for a color and a cut. I speak from experience. I feel okay? the tension. I feel it. I. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh I my would gosh. have an appointment at like four. 5 p.m. Get out there at 10 a.m. Oh I mean, 10 p.m. Why? What the hell? I don't know. It's and just... it seems so simple. Like, I understand the craft. You want it to be perfect. You want to make sure you're doing it right. And also, they have, like, other clients at the same time. Yeah, so they're yeah, trying yeah. to jump between, you know, clients or whatever. But it's a whole production. And this is a celebrity client. So I feel like you would dedicate your time to this one person. Yes. Why is she the only one there? I, girl, she... Did she close out the entire store just to get she her She did haircut? highlights... Okay, cut her her. It's circle points. 04, so it fits. And move on. Or whatever. <laughs> I mean, good for her. She got a $200 tip. Cute. $200 tip. I wish. But I also have that this is the most of Shane we've seen. Yes. This is the most. And, the, and the, the couple of scenes back and forth, most we've seen of her. And, I mean, the scene was very simple. Just trying to pretend she's cutting hair. And she just playing in she, it. There's no Two dialogue. Strands. There's nope. no... Okay. All right. You better give it to us. But we go back once again to Jenny and Marina. And they're at the sink. Looks like they're cleaning up now. They've finished eating. Yes. They're done talking about whatever the fuck. But Marina kind of had the audacity to kind of lean over to Jenny and say, oh, I want you to know how difficult it's been to get you out my mind. Okay. Good for you. Okay. Um, can we say toxic? Like what, 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 what does that add or subtract to what's going on well, right here, right now? Evening is just weird. It's weird. It's like you meet Francesca. Francesca realizes that you're the Jenny. Exact. Invites you over to her house for dinner. Why? Why? But okay, I guess I'll go. And then I get here and all y'all talk about is who y'all fucked while yeah. y'all were away from each other. Mm-hmm. Why am I interested? Why is that my business? Why can't we talk about the weather outside <laughs> and who's uh, the next live band that's going to be at the planet? You like, know, you know, can we just know? Okay. It's just a, a fucking pissing contest yeah. on who has slept with who, <laughs> sure. who has done what and who is better. Who going to make who jealous? Exactly. What does that? What, and that's what Jenny from, realizes. Exactly. She goes, oh, why are you telling me this? Like, oh, because you act like you're the only one with feelings. And Ooh. Jenny's like, girl, you're acting so fucking cold. It's really hard to know that you have any oh i felt that okay i felt that because it is the truth and i was just thinking what is about what it is about marina that jenny likes so much because granted she is beautiful and she's very intellectual that's how they first connected Mm -hmm. but aside from that what is Mm -hmm. there we've never seen them actually sit down and have like a a real life conversation about like where you're from who you know what what happened in your past it was maybe just sexual tension yeah i think that's all it was too is that jenny is coming from an area where it's very secluded yeah she is from the midwest we know when she first got to la she was very shocked and discombobulated as you would say discombobulated okay thank you (laughs) and she has always been with men. She's never been interested in women, never even crossed her mind. So for someone to make her doubt and be like, oh my God, I might be gay. Mm-hmm. It must be someone very special. You would think. Marina is just super dry. Yeah, dry as cornbread. Like, I know people are going to kill me, but yes, she is beautiful. That's one thing. And yes, she's intelligent. Cute. But... 
she, like Jenny said to her friend Annette last episode, she's not funny. Nope. She's not fun to be around, like party, whatever. No. She's just Marina. She's, she's beautiful and smart. Great. Cool. All right. That's so on. sad that they did, really didn't add anything else to the character to make that relationship fight. Like she was willing to ruin her relationship with Tim to pursue this. And there's nothing really in it for her. Yeah. Aside from a beautiful woman and a all, little bit of sex. All they Great. did was to go to her book club. Yeah. And like I said, the inter- uh, intellectual part yeah. of the relationship is mm-hmm. great because Jenny is like a navigating, yeah. you know, in that, in whatever, in that, in that field. But aside from that, there's really oh, nothing. Oh my gosh. So they just, you know, get closer and start kissing, I guess, when Francesca comes down uh, the stairs and was like, you know, basically catches them. Did they forget that she lived here? Or <laughs> like y'all weren't on a date? Like, okay. what? I, I don't know if you were caught up in the moment, but that's not it. So, yeah, she kind of walks in the room and the thing, what did she say? She said, the thing about Marina is when she focuses on you, it feels like you're the only one that exists. Mm. So Francesca kind of says, says that to Jenny for her to kind of calm down a little bit. It's like, yeah. this is just a feeling because I wasn't here to take her focus. Mm. You were the only little pet that she saw so she made you feel that way. Right. And she just kind of mentions that that's like a, it's bad for her to have. It's also like her curse to have mm. this gift that she does yeah. by making people feel so wanted. But it was kind of petty because then Francesca asked Jenny about her book. And yeah. I'm like, girl, like what? But first of all, she goes, what's this? Grabs a wine, a, b- a bottle of wine. And Marina's like, oh, that's the wine that Jenny brought. Well, yeah. then I'm going to open that other bottle. Yeah. I mean, Rude. Okay. <laughs> um, and then she goes, so... I heard you were writing a book. Yeah. And like you said, ask her a bunch of questions. Because we know Jenny has not told her about this book. So now Jenny's starting to feel, okay, well, that's what this is. Y'all are comparing notes. You're just behind each other, are behind your your lover's back talking about, you know, me and whoever else y'all done slept with to make each other jealous. Mm -hmm. That's, it's petty. It's petty on both ends of the spectrum. But we understand why this relationship is so toxic a little later Mm -hmm. in the series because we learn more about um, the background of their relationship. So Jenny's pissed. And she's like, you know what? Uh, let me grab my fucking wine. Okay. Because I'm working at the grocery store and I make $2 an hour. I bought this wine. Okay. With my last paycheck, I wanted it to be nice and not come empty handed, but y'all want to be fucking bougie and stupid. Bougie bitches. Let me grab my bottle back and go for my, with my, my life and leave this place. She had her little jacket in hand. That was the pink. It was a jacket or a bag. There you fucking go. It oh. was a jacket and a it bag. Was, oh my God. Both pink. Ooh, okay. And it wasn't like a, like a deep pink. It no. was like a bright ass. Bubble gum oh, pink. Bubble gum pink. Barbie Bitch. pink. They pink. really made her look 12. Yep. That was not cute. It was bad. And but Jenny, upon the exit, give us the exit. Okay. Well, first of all, Francesca's like, I am so sorry that the evening had to end like this. No, you're not, bitch. You knew what it was when you invited me here. You investigated all of it. Ugh. So Jenny's like, mm, sure. Goodbye. <laughs> so she leaves the house, and on her way out, she grabs her bottle of wine, which I guess was not that expensive after all, and <laughs> throws it on the window, mm. which explodes. Well, the bottle. Yeah. That is. And just walks away. Just yeah, walks away. Like Fuck y'all. Psychopath. Walks away. Like, okay. But here's the best part. We leave the dinner party and we're at Jenny back at Tim's place, her slash home. And she's kind of walking through with her little toiletry basket 
just hates <laughs> Poor him. Poor girl. Just so I'm just gonna slide this way. I know you you don't want to see me. She's just looking. And Tim is just kind of sitting there watching a movie. And he looks at her and, you know, hey, do you want to watch this old, horrible, like, what, ninja movie, whatever? Right. Come on over. Invites her over to watch. And she looks like she couldn't be happier in her life. She just kind of yeah. like, oh, me? Almost me? starts like, crying. Uh, uh, walks over. And right away, it's like, okay, it's Tim trying to extend that olive branch, you know, kind of get uh, a little bit of peace between those two. Mm. It's like, okay, this is nice to see. But where is it going to lead? Okay. And... So like you said, Jenny seems very happy. So she goes and sits down on the couch and puts her flip-flop on the sofa. Why you got to get intense about the flip-flop? Listen, she walked from the tool shed. (laughs) From the tool shed. Across the yard. She did. Into the house. She did. To put them on the couch. On the furniture. Yeah. Hell... No. <laughs> I will slap a bitch. Oh my god. But anyways, that's a small little detail. It's a small detail, but it was unnecessary. Yeah. For sure. Oh my god. And it's it's awkward. They're it's just awkward from there. beginning to end. They're She's not... like in her little corner with her knees up. Yeah. And he's kind of there, a pillow between them. Yeah. And uh, they're kind of like Jenny's kind of looking left and right, like, well, okay, well, <laughs> this movie is shit. <laughs> like, what's going on? But and now then, I'm stuck. You know, I was just trying to go to the bathroom. Okay, I still have to pee. <laughs> like, I still have to pee. What happens next? How long does it have to sit here before it's awkward? Okay. Oh my god. So Tim's like, okay, whatever. So he grabs a pillow, mm-hmm. just throws it, and just was like, come. Little invitation to cuddle. Yeah. Which not once again, nice of him extending the olive branch. Okay. I don't know if, if it, I guess it was trying to, to clear that negative awkwardness in the room. It was just like, you know, come on, you know, I see you need a little love, bring it in. Mm-hmm. So that was nice to see. But then like we kind of see once again, she's still looking awkward. She's in his little arms, just kind of there and out of nowhere, damn near in tears, she whispers, I love you so much. Which, you know, I understand. Love don't just go away like that. But the timing, I mean, we're just, we haven't really spoken in a while. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time we've literally been two inches from each other. And we're just kind of laying here watching this movie. And you just can't help yourself. I love you so much. And they just stare at each other for a moment. It's weird. And then she starts staring up and lays her head on his chest. And then they start kissing. It's like, like you know all over we went from one to three thousand okay she hops on top of him starts like full out okay girl i thought she was going to the bathroom which did she need to shower like um okay and then he just grabs her in her his arms they walk to the uh bedroom he sits her down on the dresser i mean whatever slam bam thank you ma'am okay fucking her mm-hmm. that's what i wrote down <laughs> and they uh very charming uh they move <laughs> to the bed and, and so tim is laying uh down and jenny's on top and for a second like tim just stops her grabs jenny's face and just stares at it for a good 10 15 seconds bitch i swear to god no and words, it was awkward no nothing just staring at each other you know and she didn't question it she was just like kind of waiting dick in staring <laughs> um all right my god kiss and keep fucking oh my god great just weird just weird it was almost like a moment where he questioned if this was okay to do 
And then he just said, oh, fuck it. And I mean, just you're did already it in. Just, <laughs> you know, finish. You're, you're already Jesus. in. I can't. A hundred percent. But like, if you're going to question it, maybe you should have did it when we were still clothed and on the couch. Oh, well. Oh, my God. And then it's the morning after. Oh, we skipped God. this whole thing, thank God. Oh, wait. go ba- Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. okay. Give me to bed. You go ahead. Okay. So before we go back to them, it is the morning after, but we're in bed with Tibet first. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So we open with Tina in bed, in, in bed just kind of laying there. And it's like a little awkward. They kind of are just staring up at the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And Tina kind of asks, are you mad that I made a decision? Yes, exactly. That's exactly right? what I'm mad about. Okay. <laughs> Then I made a decision to which Bet just says, I just feel left out, which, which rightfully so a hundred percent because you made a decision that was, it's not life altering, but it's, it's something that affects Bet too. That you will remember for the rest of your life. A hundred percent. And you know, for one, there's a lot of different things with water birth in general, because you need to have right, uh, what midwives and things here that know what they're doing. And, you know, if there's complications, like, do are we, are we, do we have the right contacts? Are we able to get to the hospital from here in a, a decent amount of time? Like, there's so many things, so many elements that are involved with a, a house birth like that, yes. a water birth. And she never invited her in. And Tina never really explains why she wants to no, go that route. she didn't. It she, was just like, I saw it in a magazine, so. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm assuming it's deeper than that. Well, I'm sure, but, you know, from best perspective, we yeah, don't see that. because... If you would tell me that, I'm like, okay, why? Like, yeah. why are you interested in that and not in another route or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, nothing. Just this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think Tina, like you said, is taking the whole be more independent thing a whole different Yeah, she's way. taking it far. She is not only making decisions by herself, but for herself. Mm-hmm. And no, Tina, Bed is not mad because you made a decision. Right. You are allowed that. to make your own decisions. Yep. I'm just saying that you didn't involve me in a decision that also concerns me. Mm-hmm. But to <sighs> which she also goes into like this little monologue talking about how like normally she feels that Bet is proud to have Tina on her arm and mm-hmm. as her partner in life and they, they go through and do everything. And that lately she hasn't been feeling that Bet is proud that she's there or yeah. that the situation that they're in or whatever. Even though she knows Bet is still excited about the baby and everything like that. She just hasn't been feeling that you know that energy exactly. there so she said because of that she's just been concentrating on herself you know worried about you know that to avoid talking about the distance that's between them which, which <laughs> i don't know i get it i get it i get both sides yeah i mean tina and ben have been together for now what seven years yeah and uh, tina's no stranger to ben mm-hmm. she knows how she operates yep. she knows how she is and yes, it was taken a little too far with the whole birth at home decision. But Tina is trying to keep her sanity intact as well. Of course. Because she, I'm sure, is going through a lot as well. We mm-hmm. don't see it, but she is pregnant. And we're not really seeing the process that she's going through. You know, we're not really seeing that. Yeah. So she is, I'm sure, feeling... Um, you know, lonely a little bit. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because she is in it by herself, even though they're together exactly. because she knows, like you said, she knows better enough to know when she's acting a specific way to leave her alone. And it's probably super stressful because you're pregnant with your first child and your relationship is not the greatest. Mm-hmm. You guys are in group therapy. Oh communication is shit. Yeah. Um, you know, a, just a whole f- clusterfuck. Yeah. And then, just to get better, we go back to Tim and Jenny, who are also in bed early morning, 
Um, and Jenny goes, I love being here with you. Oh, she is ready to pack her bags up out of that little tool shed. And move back and in. And move back in but ASAP. Tim is not having it. You could tell right away that he is regretting Disconnected, that happened. Just feeling very separated from the whole situation going on. And she goes, can I tell you something? Oh, and I'm like, barf. oh, God, oh, here we go. <laughs> she starts telling him that it's over between her and Marina that uh, she was there at her house and her girlfriend's house last night, and it was just horrible. They're horrible people. Their ego is blah, 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 blah. And Tim is just sitting there like, yeah, are you fucking just, hearing just yourself? Just taking it in. It That's you. Like, oh Jenny gosh. literally goes, like, they don't care about who they're hurting, and they don't care about anybody else's feeling. I never want to see her again. And I'm like, Jenny, this is exactly what Tim asked you to do, to never see her again. Mm-hmm. And you disregarded that. And now you're like, I'm never going to see her again. It's, it's completely over between. I've been just asking you to do that months ago. From the beginning. But okay, now that you're ready, I should be fine with this, I guess. Exactly. Let's let's get everything back together. Love you. Ugh. No. And just the fact that he was able to hear what she said and look at her like, you know, you do those exact same things. It's sad that she didn't put two and two together no. because she was more concerned about what they're doing to her and not what she did to Tim. Yeah. That it, the whole thing wasn't fair. But um, the fact that he got up and acknowledged like this was a step backwards for me. Yeah. Like he's like, I'm same situation. I'm, I'm working on me. He's like, this is not it. And that he overall doesn't want to get back together. Mm-hmm. But she was so confused. She really thought that whatever happened that night, that night before was supposed to fix something. Yeah. That one night does not fix everything that she did to him. No. It is not. Absolutely not. And he just walks off and she whispers as mm. she does, fuck you, Tim. Mm. I'm not apologizing, apologizing anymore. Yeah. Like, but I mean, did you just apologize and I didn't notice? Like, like ooh, that was that an apology? All she said was, oh, I'm not with her no more. Okay. Was that supposed to be you're sorry? And even when she was apologizing, she was still lying about how long she had been with Marina. Okay. So there was no truth in your apology. No, <laughs> Take that shit not. and shove it. <laughs> so no, in no way, shape, or form can we feel bad for her in this situation. No. Fuck that. Mm-mm. And then we're at Universal Studios. Uh, Beth pulls up in her car with Tina, Alice, Shane, and Dana. And they're at the security gate basically trying to get through. And... Fucking like Alice's phone rings. It's Lisa. She doesn't want to pick up. So Tina takes the phone. She's like, what's up? What's Mm -hmm. going on? And she goes like, no, Alice had to step out, blah, blah, blah. And then she looks at Alice and goes, she like Lisa knows that you hear she can hear you breathe. That's fucking weird. Like overall, the Lisa character never resonated for me. It's so weird. Like, why are you doing they're trying to do? Like, I you have your core lesbian group, Mm -hmm. which everybody's great. Everybody's like have great storylines or whatever. And then you have Lisa who's like a character presenting as male saying Mm -hmm. that he's a lesbian. Mm -hmm. His name is Lisa and he's very, very toxic. They really didn't like, I think we say this all the time, every time we talk about, but they did not know what to do. Cause I think, I don't think there was a name for any spectrum back then. Probably he, they was, yeah, they just kind of went with something as a joke. And tried to make it someone who is, like you said, male presenting, but identifies as a lesbian by doing all of these lesbian 
things right. to make it seem over the top. So a man wouldn't do this. So it's over the top. Right. You know, and it was like, well, honestly, a woman wouldn't do that shit either. No, <laughs> Y'all just being dramatic right I, now. Yeah, exactly. It just, it did not fit any way, shape or form. So the whole, I can hear you breathing, bro. You're just fucking weird. And Alex <laughs> is not having it. It's not like she no, thinks it's cute or nothing no. like that. She's just like, fuck, get off me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really awkward. And so the bed gives all the IDs to the security guard who is like, you're not on the list. What the fuck's going on? And then the limo pulls out uh, behind them. And I guess it's uh, Slim Daddy's agent or whatever that comes. And she's like, no, all these people are with me. And he's like, okay, great, whatever. It's fine. And then he looks at bed and is like, oh, Slim Daddy would like to talk to you to speak about business things mm. or whatever. So bed is like, okay, I'm going to come with Tina. And then they get in the car. My question is, who the fuck took Bet's car and went and parked They it? didn't even show that. We just kind of assumed somebody slid over. And yeah, Bet is like, okay, gets yeah, out of the car out, yeah. and gets in the limo. Oh, for what? <laughs> Move on. And Let's. honestly, it didn't make sense at all. No, it really didn't. Because what, what conversation did they have in the limo that needed to get her out? Nothing. Like, they just got in and Slim Daddy was like, oh, who's this? Like, yeah. talking about Tina. And Bet is like, oh, that's my partner. Oh, y'all have a business to get? No, it's my life partner. Yeah. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah. <laughs> But, but was it just for him to understand that she was with somebody? I, I guess. Because he was like, oh, I thought Kent was gay. And then Bet was like, no, I'm yeah. the gay one. Yeah. So he goes, oh, fuck. She's going to be pissed about like the direction I took with the video. And I'm like, okay. So I guess that was the purpose of the scene, just to force Slim Daddy to realize that Bet, Bet is actually was the, gay, the sister. gay sister and not Kit. But which, I don't understand how that wasn't clear from the very first moment they met because bed did say like more of the gay half yeah you know like exactly very gay that is speaking about herself not kit so it didn't really make sense but you know whatever <laughs> did you see how though the little wink that bed oh did yes the wink there is, is so cute it's one of my favorites oh yeah but the is. thing is like the wink is kind of out of place because they really not they to get like they trying to figure out what's yeah. really going on between them there's all this animosity so, and they're like hey babe oh. this morning y'all like oh i don't feel like you yeah proud of, to be with me and i you know and now we're and in a limousine like, oh, yeah and just like wink. but it's still you know oh yeah heart. it's cute it's super cute and then what is it we're at a so kid is shooting the video yeah yeah we go to the shoot and there's just a bunch of girls around her dancing and Kit is not having fun at yeah, all. Yeah, but it just shows that that was a direction he was yes. concerned about because he's like, oh, she's gay, so she'll love a bunch of women grabbing all on her and da-da-da-da. And he, she's just clearly uncomfortable yeah. with yeah. everything going on. Exactly. And that's all I have. Like, Kit is struggling. That's what I got. The okay. dancing, the choreography, the women in the background, right. snatching and pulling. Alice trying to pick up on the choreo. She's not having it. and Whatever. Salon. Mm. Sherry's assistant shows back up and she's very bothered by she her job. She has no personality. Like, who are you? She's rolling her eyes like, Shane. <laughs> yes. Hi, bitch. <laughs> Sherry is having a benefit party at her house and she wants you to do her hair. Can you pass by like at 5 p.m.? Whatever. Here's the address. Right. She's like, sure. I guess I can do that. Whatever. Great. So, do we need that? No. But... <laughs> Can we do that? <laughs> Not necessarily. But we were gone already from that yeah, scene. Yeah, we bounced it. That was it. It was just to set up the the next one. Yeah. Which, whatever. We go to bed and she, uh, what is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, she's at the door of the CAC. 
Exactly. So she's getting, uh, she's getting ready to enter the museum and there's like a bunch of signs on the walls and doors that says art equals filth. Yeah. Yikes. And James is just telling her that he's been getting those flyers a few days ago and he just thought it was junk mail, but it was actually like this group of people like protesters that have been following the exhibition, uh, since New York mm -hmm. and, you know, across the country, yeah. literally, and that they were going to come to LA because it was like the state of filth. Yes. And they specifically chose to all gather in LA because it's considered the capital of filth. Oh my God. Like, my God. Calm the fuck down. Oh, the level of extra Jesus. Very high. And so bed is like, okay, find all the fucking information that you can about this bullshit. I want to know who I'm up against. And that's very interesting because there is someone behind this whole thing that's running the show that she is going to have to face at some point. But we leave that scene and we get back to Shane, who's at uh, Sherry Jaffe's house. And so Shane kind of arrives and she's greeted by like the maid or whatever. And she heads upstairs. Sherry's at the top. Hey, how are you doing? She follows her into like a like a closet room or whatever yeah, that has room yeah 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 like a dressing room, room whatever it has a little like um, area so she can get her hair done. Mm -hmm. But so she asks if she would do what she did the last time and. Oh, girl, Sherry Jaffe turns around, looks at her and just says, oh, I was hoping for more. Turns okay. around, you starts won. lifting up Shane's fucking oh. shirt and they start fucking slam, bam, thank you, ma'am. But weird, because here's my question. Okay, we never talked about anybody's sexuality. Nope. So you assume Shane was gay, for one. For well, two, I, I hear you, but for two, what makes you think that she came here to do anything but your hair? For one, and for two, Three, like, it's just so weird because Sherry Jaffe was not acting like she was, like, attracted to Shane. Not at all. Like, yesterday she came to the salon and she was pissed to be there and then liked her hair, granted. But right. then, you know, she was like, okay, hey, Harry. Like, didn't even pay attention to, to Shane. Was just like, oh, my God, my hair's great. Thanks, yeah. Harry, blah, blah. Out. Walked out of the salon. And now you want to fuck. Now you want to fuck. Where is this coming from? I, and Shane was like, you know what? I'm down. I mean, Shane is down for whatever. Any whoever. hole she can get. Oh, every hole is a goal. Okay. <laughs> I swear to God. It just was a weird scene because I didn't expect it in that moment. It felt a little pressed because Sherry didn't seem like she would be interested in that. But, you for know, sure. whatever. But can I just say... That Rosanna Arquette looks great. Oh, fantastic. She looks amazing. Gold. Her body is... Snatched. Okay. Okay. Great. I could never. <laughs> Good for you. And then we're back at the planet, right? Yes. It's Allison, uh, Lisa. Oh, And Mark. Lisa's giving her fucking green juice. We're talking about whatever the fuck, like... Like he's nagging say? about how like she doesn't have energy. Uh, she should stop eating more or yeah, so much red meat and drink this juice because it's going to give her so much energy so she can keep going in the bedroom. Oh God. Like honey, that's not it. It's not her energy it, level. That has nothing to do. It's you baby. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to go. He, he does not understand that he is just very in his own head, just trying to figure out his lesbian relationship. And so Dana walks in and why is she even entertaining this? Like, That's the thing. She, she really could have ended it at the jump. I mean, she could have just not showed up or called the dude and be like, hey, just don't come. Anything. It's going to be wasting your time. But no, she comes dressed up to the planet to meet that guy that her mom set her with. And 
he's cute or whatever. Yeah, he's, he's handsome. He's trying to compliment her on her shape mm-hmm. and body, trying to start a conversation about her career and how she's a tennis player. Oh, hey, Gilu. Little kitty. But, yeah, he's just trying to be nice. And she's like, he says, like, oh, I don't know why your mom, like, is trying to set you up. Like, I've seen a picture of you. Like, you you look so nice. And she goes, like, was that the Subaru ad? <laughs> she goes, oh, you did a Subaru ad. Like, good for you. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the slogan was, like, outdoors. Uh, stay out. Yeah. And, no, uh, get out. Get stay out, out. Stay out. Is that an outdoorsy thing? Oh, my God. I don't know. How does everybody automatically think outdoorsy? Everybody like, just is that? fucking straight don't think about Ugh. I mean, I don't know. It's fucking stupid. So Little she goes like, no, like out, like gay out, like <laughs> big gay. So he starts smiling. Ooh, Ooh okay, right. I can get with that. No, nah. gay means I don't want no dick. Okay. <laughs> so Dana's like, listen, dude, like, I'm not interested. I'm sorry. You had to come all the way here. But yeah, like he came all the way to West Hollywood. Yeah. God knows who the fuck he's from. Yeah. And probably Orange County since he's a friend of Sharon's uh you're right uh, son of Sharon's uh way up the friend <laughs> thank you so he drove all the way here yeah. to have a blind date with a girl just for her to be like oh no I don't want to have sex with you and another woman I just want to have sex with a woman I'm that gay <laughs> 5 minutes into the meeting Jesus like wow. yeah she just sat down my favorite part is that Alice did not let the dust set on that chair Thank that you. Dana left. She swoops in mm-hmm. like she wasn't just sitting over there with her lover, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> little reference for <laughs> uh, Let me know if y'all know who that is. Okay. <laughs> with her lover, come, swoops in, sits down with old dude and was like, hey, so like you're straight, right? Like She wants to make sure that this guy is the straight man of her yeah. dreams. And she goes, you're straight, right? Like no gray area. And yeah. he was like, yeah. Wow, that's so fascinating. <laughs> it's fascinating. <laughs> Good boy, man. It's sad. Poor Lisa. I feel bad. Yeah, because, you know, then it kind of pans back to him, and now he's sitting with Dana, and she's just all excited about how she told her first straight man that she's gay, you yeah. know, big milestone. Meanwhile, Lisa over there is super fucking heartbroken because he can clearly see his girlfriend flirting with another man. Mm-hmm. Yikes. But we go back to Sherry and Shane fucking on the floor. <sighs> fucking on the floor. <sighs> burning and, a hole in the carpet okay and we can hear someone coming in the house or something we hear noise and Cher's like fuck my husband's home like hurry so shane is like grabbing gathering her shit trying to run to the bathroom sherry throws a boot in there <laughs> like get your shit shane slams the door and as her husband comes in the dressing room, Sherry's just like getting up and trying to like pull her clothes together. She's like, oh, you always catching me when I'm not ready. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, my bad. <laughs> and, but may I say her hair looks great this It does time. look great. But what does she call it? The just fucked look. <laughs> yeah, just fucked hair. Oh which, my God. Which it did look like that. Yeah. But it was, it was nice. It was not. It was not Shane's hair. It was I mean, not. the hands that it was did not. the job. It okay. most certainly was not. Okay. No. But, you know, they want us to believe that she she does magic mm-hmm. even when she comes there and doesn't do her job. Right. But she just got it like that. Girl, she didn't even touch the lady's Not hair. Once. Not once. Her hair was done when she so came through the door. She didn't even need hair dressing. No, nope, she, she knew what she needed. Shane. But Shane comes out of the bathroom like to introduce herself to her husband. Mm-hmm. But like he like extends his hand to like shake her hands. Right. Like, oh no, <sighs> my hands are so wet. Right. <laughs> like she was really in there pissing. <laughs> like, bitch, you can dry your hands. Okay. Lord. But yeah, so she once again touches her hair like two pieces. Oh, yes great okay bravo mm-hmm. awesome all right y'all i'm out she gets ready to leave yeah running down the stairs 
old dude comes chasing up behind her. He's like, hey, um, we, I didn't pay you. Didn't pay you. But the, and she's like, oh, no, it's OK. Scared shitless. Look, but like then her, her husband starts to like make a statement. Oh, my God. About what do you say? I wanted to bang her right there. Do you know how you many made, married it, men say that about their wives? None. I'm like, what the fuck, sir? But once again, it's kind of the L word treating the men in the show weird again. Like, yeah. I don't know why they write men that way. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, no shade to the writers, but this is, uh, it's toxic. It, it is. It's very toxic. Like the writers were like, okay, we're doing a lesbian show. Yeah. Great. We're going to include straight men mm -hmm. and we're going to talk trash about them. That's really what they did. Yikes. Because not all straight men, some do, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course, absolutely. But not all straight men talk like that <laughs> or act like that. Very macho. It very, very macho. But Shane's like, uh, all right, thank you, I guess. Grabs <laughs> the money and leaves. And we go back to uh, the CAC. Jamie is coming into Beth's office and goes, I went into three different bookstores to find those children's book. Probably oh. Beth had asked him to go buy some. My God. And he goes like, oh, so I found this one. And Beth is like, oh, yeah, that's my favorite. You know, they kind of Yeah, like, it was super cute. Yeah. And Beth is getting ready to go to the first doctor's appointment for, uh, for Tina. And that's why she got her books and everything. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm late. Like, I have to run. So she leaves. But then she gets out the museum and a lady that has exactly the same hairstyle and the <laughs> same outfit runs up to her. Oh my gosh. And was like, are you Bet Porter? Are you working on the CSA? Whatever the fuck. And Bet's like, yeah, sure. Whatever. What, what is this? And she's just starting to talk about how, what she's seeing, like just the same bullshit yeah, that we've she, heard before. She, yeah. She asked about the exhibit and is just questioning how the art is relevant and how she is she aware that the art offends everyone of the Christian faith? She's right. Saying. So you know, Beth's like, well, you know, it's thought provoking as art. It's isn't that it's not supposed to offend you know a specific religion or anything like that. That's the whole purpose of it, you know. Yeah. And you know, this woman is just questioning everything about the exhibit. She then goes into asking Beth, like, well, do you have children? And you know, of course, she says, yes, I'm expecting with my partner. Uh, shame on you! Shame on you! Woman, who the fuck are you right. to say anything about anybody's situation? You the really art, have whatever. time to waste. <laughs> Apparently. And, you know, Bet kind of goes into a several model. I didn't write it all down. Did you get anything specific that she said? No, she's just saying like, oh, with your homosexuality, you're making this world the dark place. Yeah. And you're going to hell. You know, all the bullshit that we've heard from yeah, the, of course. Uh, previous episodes. But Bet is like, okay, sir. I mean, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck. So we move on. And we're at Alice's apartment again. Yes. Hold on, hold on. I, I don't want to forget that at the end of this conversation oh, with yes. this woman, she does look at her as she's walking away and says, Faye Buckley. Mm -hmm. So she knows this woman. She just, you know, being caught off guard, she didn't realize that this is the one yes. that was, I guess she's part of that coalition of whatever concerned citizens. Should. Exactly. So she is a name that's going to come up again. Right. And then, so yeah, we're at Alice's apartment and she's sitting on the couch with Andrew, the blind date from the planet earlier. And they're just talking, whatever. And someone knocks at the door. And Alice is like, oh, I might have <laughs> to ask you to leave. Please just hold. She goes to open the door. Lisa comes in, walks to the living room and sees Andrew sitting there. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, why are you doing this to me? Blah, blah. And dude's like, chill, bro. Like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, 
I'm her lesbian lover. Oh my God. I told you, uh, lover Cindy. Jesus. <laughs> Who says things like that? Let's start there. Andrew's like, okay, you know what? I'm grabbing my shit. I don't even want to be here. Yeah, right away he knew it was a level of confusion he was not prepared for. Nope. So Alice's like, oh, I'll call you. And he leaves. And Alice is like, you know what, Lisa? This is too much. Okay. I want a simple, nice relationship. You're bringing all the fucking drama I'm trying to avoid, like in the lesbian, you know, relationship. I either want a boyfriend who's straight Mm -hmm. or a girlfriend that's a lesbian Mm -hmm. that's a girl. Yeah. And I mean, granted, like, that's understandable. It is. That's what you want. Like, but why not have that conversation in the beginning? Well, because I think that she thought he was charming at first mm. because he was very in touch with his feelings You're right. and okay. spirituality. And it was very different from the regular macho straight dude mm-hmm. that you get. So she thought it was going to be different. Yeah. But it just ended up being the same that with a different girl. But, but see, and that's why I feel like the whole inclusion of that character, it, like she says, like, oh, how complicated his sexual identity is to her. And yeah, that's what's making things that's, difficult. Yeah. So I feel like by even including these conversations, it was insulting to mm. so many different people, but they didn't know it at the time. Exactly. So that's why we can kind of give them a pass for this particular situation because they were trying to make something um, interesting and maybe funny and, you know, to kind of play off of the whole lesbian situation, some of the lesbian cliches, but they did it in a, a offensive way. They did. And I mean, granted, like we can say, okay, we give them a pass. Like they can't even write a nice straight men mm-hmm. role, you know, until we're introduced to more characters. Yeah. But that Lisa character is, I mean, I I think we've talked about this before, but yeah. there's like a development between Lisa and Max. Yeah. And there's a whole range of characters that yeah. we will meet throughout the, the seasons that car that kind of are on the spectrum and the group is trying to figure that out. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like it's just, but that's why I appreciate that the like current situation with Jane Q and things like that. They acknowledge that the past of the show being inclusive of everyone was not the best. So it's good to acknowledge it. But with that being said, I'm still waiting on Jane Q to be, as inclusive as they say they are. Yeah, and it's okay too. You know, we all are aware that early two thousands was of course different. Yeah, um, and you know, just to get a little bit of ahead of ourselves, Micah, his character. You know, there's no confusion about his situation. No, he's a trans man, yeah. and we know that, and yeah. we are going through his journey as well. But his storyline is not better than Max. No, so, as of now, there's nothing. There's so, nothing there. Great, we're not like insulting the trans community, yeah. but at the same time, we're not really represent- mm-hmm. representing them. Yeah, give me a story there. If you're gonna tell it, tell it. We already have more of a storyline with Tess. Like, yeah, we were, I, I mentioned. Build today, off of that, okay? So it's not the fact that it's a trans person, no, trans character, and we don't know what storyline we're giving them. It's just that. Uh, Whatever. I could talk about this <laughs> Yeah, for we hours. could talk about it for hours. It's just so much that they could have done and should have done that was not done. Exactly. And it's just kind of a waste yeah. because at the end of the day, Lisa is a great person. Yeah. It's just that we see a very bad side of his personality and it's represented in a very negative way. Yeah. And so Alice is just ending things with, with Lisa. And um, we go back to bed. And yeah. she gets to the doctor office and she's like oh my god i'm late i'm so sorry you wouldn't even believe what would happen to me even if i would tell you you know she's trying to like she's happy to be there she's like okay where's tina where's tina 
And then the doctor's like, well, bet, you know, take a seat. I, uh, I'm afraid I have bad news. And Bet's like, what the fuck's going on? Where's Tina? And the doctor just announces to Bet that there was no heartbeat. And this heart basically stopped beating. Um, which obviously is like a really, really bad news. Um, and we have this nice effect again on Bet. She's just realizing everything that's going on. Yeah. And she's... She doesn't even hear what the doctor is saying. She's just trying to take everything in. And then from there, we go to Tibet at home. And Bet is kind of like hurrying home. And the first thing we see is a Tina fucking falling apart. Yeah. And, you know, right away, Bet grabs her, pulls her in her arms just to give her that comfort, you know. And it sucks that she wasn't there at the actual doctor's Mm -hmm. appointment, but she's doing it now. So, but as she's comforting her in the background of the scene, we hear like a car approach yeah. and there's like doors shut. And then we kind of hear like this hammering and, you know, Beck kind of is like, okay, Tina, I'm just, I'll be right back. She gets up from comforting her to investigate the noise. And she literally sees someone from, I'm assuming that coalition of bullshit. But that dude looks like the flower delivery dude. Oh shit, you're right. No, yeah. I think that was a flower delivery guy. Yeah. Nailing a fucking sign in her yard. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, uh, I didn't get everything it said, but it said something about Bet Porter, director of CEC, like this, that, and the third. Yeah. But she's like, what the fuck? Right away, she pulls the sign up, starts threatening them. Like, you know what? Take this back to Faye Buckley. Tell her if she's trying something like that again, she's going to regret it. Like, instantly pissed because her day crash yeah in front of her eyes and now here y'all are exactly once Who again the fuck are you once again coming at her like no with this bullshit reason and she's like this is my home this yeah. is my family don't fucking come back again she's fucking pissed oh yelling, for sure pushing them rightfully fucking and so. there's a fucking camera she's like swap yeah. at it she's like get the fuck out my face meanwhile they're yelling you're going to hell da, 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 da. i'm like okay meet you there right the fuck? you gonna bust it wide open before i do all right come on now so she gets back home Closes the blinds, locks the door, and again, just silently sobs with her head down Mm. like she can do. She waits for a moment. She takes a deep breath, stops crying, turns around, and just walks off frame. Mm. Probably back into the the bedroom to um, be with Tina. Mm. And it just goes to show how... In that instant, Bet is going through again so much. Like, she literally is trying to get a fucking exhibit off the ground. Okay. She is dealing with the shit with, from Faye Buckley, mm-hmm. coming at her, acting all this crazy. And on top of that, her baby's gone. People are harassing her. Oh, my God. At her house. Like, they found out her address. Yeah, that's residence. personal. This, this is, is personal. This is some police yeah. situation here. Mm-mm. And she had two seconds to cry and get hit it out yep. of her chest and then was like okay gotta bring it back yep. i have my girlfriend crying because she had a miscarriage mm-hmm. gotta fucking pull it together Ugh. and goes back into the bedroom to be there for her so we can talk shit about bet mm-hmm. being a little cold being a little distant being in her head a hundred percent like i said we also do not see tina a lot with yeah. her pregnancy and everything that's going on so but you know she's holding it all in and we all know that that's not necessarily the best way to grieve or nope. to cope with any level of stress and is going to explode mm-hmm. it's coming oh for sure 
And that was the end of the episode. Ooh, wee. It was a great one. Yeah, I love that one. And this one and the one that comes next coupled together is two of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So what do you think that the uh, title this time uh, represents? Luck what do we say next it was luck? time. Ooh, oh gosh. I hope it's not in reference to the baby. Yeah. I but think... I feel like it is. Mm. It is for sure related to that. I want to say maybe luck next time to Dana as well to reconciliate with her mother. Alice. Uh, in yeah. her relationship. Yeah. And I mean, Shane looks like her life is oh, just she's great. she's having a ball. Okay. <laughs> she's the only one happy in the episode. She has one client as the most important client of his was Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Bugging her on top of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting paid. Nice yep. tips. Nice tips. And she didn't even have any other scene with anybody mm. else today. No, I she mean, was in the car. Episode. She was in the car. Oh, yeah. Okay. When they went to the For studio that 30 and stuff. Yeah. And then I think at some point she was in Slim Daddy's chair. Right. But yeah, nothing nothing big for her life except for Sherry Jackson. We'll Jesse. see more of Shane. Oh, of course. We'll get into some shit, which, <sighs> you know. I mean, for one, it's about time we give her something relevant. But is it? We'll I mean, see. it will become relevant for sure. Yeah. She has more yeah. of a thing going on. You're right. But it's just that right now I feel like we're trying to figure her out. Yeah. And we have everybody else's stories lined up. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And we know where everybody is standing. And Shane is just kind of like in the background trying to get her story together. Mm-hmm. But again, we're going to get there. Yeah. So that was our new episode. I yes. hope you guys liked it. Um, again, always happy to be doing those. And we appreciate you guys' um, support. Again, uh, with the following on our Instagram account that you can follow at underscore let's have a word. Please share, comment um, our content, share with your friends to listen to our podcast. We see as as well the listens going up. We really appreciate it. We like doing those. So we thank you for your support. Shan, where can they find you? I am at the Les Word. That's L-E-Z Word. And Gab, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram as well at G-A-B. G-A-U-T-H. And that's it for this one. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Let's have a word.